The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be doing some SEO problem solving related to how to create content that might be considered duplicate content without actually duplicating content. Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and an advisor for search metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I've, I've got some SEO problems, though. Can you help me out? Well, let's hope that I don't create more problems for you, but let's try. Well, we'll see. Let's let's see how this goes. New type of episode for us. So look, I have this other podcast called the MarTech Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a digital marketing podcast. Doesn't just focus on SEO and content marketing, but all the ways that marketers use technology to grow their business. And uh, I recently moved the site from being hosted on one domain, my consulting services domain. So I moved it from benjshap.com to its own domain, martechpod.com. Everyone go to martechpod.com right now. (laughs) That said, I want to expand the site. We've published like 400 different episodes of Martech podcast content. And I want to rank in the Martech community. And I'm having trouble building domain authority because I just can't create the podcast content fast enough. And I rank first for MarTech podcast, but I want to rank first for MarTech. So here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me. So I'm I'm thinking that there are 7,000 companies that are classified as MarTech companies. And I want to create not a 
martechpod.com slash episode page where all of our podcast episode content goes, but create martechpod.com slash company where we can have a profile for every company. And then the companies that have been on our show, we can link to their episode pages. The problem is it's 7,000 different profile pages and I don't want to have to pay someone to go produce what essentially are product descriptions because Crunchbase and MarTech World and MarTech whatever, there's a bunch of other places at LinkedIn. All of these companies have profiles that have already been written. So how do I take advantage of the content that's describing all of these companies and put it on my website so I have a description and have some content without it actually getting flagged as duplicate content? Yeah, Ben, this is this is a topic that comes up often, right? It's the content strategy to scale, right? How do I get all these pages for all these companies? Or how do I get all these product pages to have useful content or text on them? Or better yet, how do I make my, you know, my marketplace or my evergreen site multiply in massive magnitudes by incorporating other data sources, other content pieces, and kind of mashing this together. And so this is a very challenging topic for a lot of uh, SEOs because SEOs always believe in like the, like they're either in two camps, one which is fake it till you make it. So just keep pumping stuff out there and then eventually Google will catch you. Or the other camp, which is the hardline conservatives, which is like, don't take anything from anybody. Like you have to go the slow and steady approach of, building this great, unique pieces of content. And what really happens in both of those camps, no matter what, is that folks spend a lot of time thinking about content strategy and where you're going to get the content and not enough time thinking about the experience for users. And that's really where the value add is generated. It's for you, Ben. It's how are users going to benefit from this business page? Why is it better for them to go there than anywhere else? And I think that's the hardest question for a lot of people to answer. I imagine that this is a problem that happens in e-commerce a bunch as well, mm-hmm. where you know the description of the iPhone is the same on bestbuy.com and amazon.com. And there isn't anything that you could say about the iPhone that hasn't been said somewhere, but everybody has a page where they're selling iPhones. So how do you differentiate and add additional utility? That, that's where it gets really challenging. In 99.9% of the cases, it's always about what is it that you do best? What is it that you as a company can provide that is significantly different than everybody else? So in the, this is a great example of the iPhone because what does Best Buy do that other companies don't do? Well, I can give you a Geek Squad service add-on and I can put that on my page as a default set of content that's unique to that iPhone page that you can't get with Apple, that you can't get with any other store that sells the iPhone. And so thinking about the elements that make your business unique and add value to your audience is really one of the key building blocks to making your pages better. So help me think about this, right? I can take a product description that's already been written. I don't want to copy anybody's content. You know, I'm not trying to steal it the companies are writing descriptions of themselves. And I could take their rankings, like their G2 crowd rankings and merge some of those things together and then try to put their content and all the interviews that they have or what we know about them on our on my pages. 
And I think that that's really the differentiator is, hey, here's 7,000 pages and 400 of them right now have MarTech podcast content that I can then link to to provide extra utility. Is there anything else that you could think that I could do to make these pages really hum? Absolutely. So if you have episodes that are relevant about or, or mention these companies, they should be featured on that page. If you have ways in which these brands are already promoting themselves through audio, maybe they have audio streams, maybe they have videos about themselves, embed that into that experience to make this relevant to the rich podcasting and audio audience that you're attracting to your site. The ultimate key here is what are, what are elements, experiences, and, and, and elements that connect your audience, your brand, and then this new driving force of traffic? Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So sure, I could take all of their YouTube videos and put them on a page and I could take their tweet stream and put them on a page and create the singular hub for everything that that brand is publishing. Obviously, that's going to take a lot of work as well. My big concern is, you know, what is theft? What am I stealing? What can I repurpose, essentially take a product description and rewrite it in my own words? Like, where's the line where we're going from white hat to gray hat to black hat in terms of duplicate content? That is such a great question. And I just, I just answered this for a really good friend of mine. He, he's in the video space and he's been transcribing video content for a while. And he's trying to figure out like, what is the line and what is the percentage? And it's impossible. Like, there's no, there's no straight answer on this. I think that there's some good judgment when you can clearly say that the experience that I've built is uniquely mine. And that can be by including things that are unique assets to your business, or that could be by formulating these things in such a way that really nobody else is providing that experience. And I mean, there's tons of industries where this happens, right? Take recipes. I mean, for crying out loud, how many recipes are there for the most common things? Like, how to poach an egg. I mean, there must be thousands of articles on how to poach an egg. It's really not all that complicated. But there's thousands of recipes out there on this process. And so 
what is it though that Google can look at and users can experience that makes that poaching an egg page special and unique to that audience? And I think that's one of the very important elements. That's one of the most important elements that webmasters, developers, and the partnership with the SEO and content people need to take into account. So what's your advice? What do I do? Can I take the LinkedIn profiles and copy them because that's something that the brands have written for how they want to be described? And maybe I'm changing the language so it's not written in first person, it's written in third, and then take some rankings and some published content and then also the MarTech podcast content and just put all this together to make a company page? You can certainly try. And you know, I think the next piece to this puzzle here for you to answer, Ben, which is, hey, you kind of have formulated an experience there that you think is going to be useful. Great. Go and try it. The next question is, is where's the demand for this? Right. And why are people looking for this? And are they looking for this online? And that's a very important question to ask and try to find a clear set of answers. And this is where I typically tell companies when they're going down this path, it's always better for you to test these experiences and see if they take flight. Is there traffic for this? Is there really people searching for this and landing on my page and saying they like it? Is that actually happening? before you scale this to 7,000 businesses. So maybe you start with 70 and see if it really is something that consumers want. At some point here, isn't there a bulk component to this where you're saying, hey, just start with 70 pages and see if you're ranking for those keywords. But I'm thinking about this from a tonnage play, Mm -hmm. right? Essentially, this covers a fair amount of the long tail keywords. All the company names is really what I'm trying to optimize for. But really, the big goal here is when somebody looks for MarTech companies, now I have the ultimate page that's a list. Am I thinking about this the right way where I'm taking all of the individual sort of product pages and then creating a category page? Because I think that the most traffic is going to be in MarTech companies, not in each individual company's page. Yeah, this is the question of scale is where everybody wants to be, right? But what you want to avoid, and this is where things get really, really fun, right? Because what you want to avoid is a scenario where your ambitions for scale are misaligned with actual consumer demand. Here's what I mean by this. I I call this the Bentley and Jessup, Iowa. So there are no Bentleys for sale in Jessup, Iowa. There isn't a Bentley dealership for over 500 miles from Jessup, Iowa. And the reality is, why would a car selling website like a cars.com or Auto Trader or Car Gurus build a page for Bentleys in Jessup, Iowa? The only reason that would happen is because the greed of scale has taken place. They've just taken every city that's available in the United States and took every make and combined the two and built a page. And that's a fundamental flaw of a lot of these strategies is that the greed of scale outweighs the practicality of what you're actually publishing. So does the Bentley and Jessup Iowa page hurt cars.com or car gurus or whoever it would be? Or does it just get ignored? Ah, it's an excellent question, Ben. And, you know, it's really dependent on the way you interpret a lot of the data that comes in Search Console. And I'm really happy about a lot of the improvements Google has made in Search Console because... Now they will tell you when they've crawled 
and ignored a page. They'll literally say, hey, we crawled but did not index this page. And so in a way, you can believe to yourself that Google is crawling a page and just completely ignoring it. But I do believe that that dead weight over time, and if manifested in massive scale, it actually hurts your website. And I also, I know for a fact that Google has also publicly stated that, but the reality is that it's one of those, it's just like the same question as before as, Jordan, how unique does the content have to be before Google's going to give me rankings? It's also very difficult to say what percent of my pages are being ignored before Google starts to deem this as just dead weight and hurting the site. So Jordan, what do I do? Help me land the plane here. I want to create more pages. I want to start to target all of the different companies that are in the MarTech space to promote my podcast, martechpod.com, martechpod.com, martechpod.com. <laughs> and I want to be able to reach the SEO and content marketing community and all of the other great marketers that are out there to promote my content. They all work for these companies. Should I do this strategy or not? You should. I definitely think you should. But I first think that don't let the scale of greed get in the way. Start with a subset. Make those pages as phenomenal as you can. And then quickly roll out once you know you found a formula that really fits the users you're looking for. I think it's great advice. I'm going to give it a try. We're going to have to come back and I'll let you know how it goes. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my therapy, uh, my conversation with Jordan (laughs) Cooney. SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his website, which is jordancooney.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your SEO suggestions or even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 